Oh, that's right. I was going to also record on my phone to have like a backup, but... Oh, so you're going like two levels deep now. Well, just in case, because especially with the um, tropical storms and stuff we're getting in the summertime, my, yeah, our house... Little stormy. ...loses power very easily when it's stormy, so... Just have a battery backup. A what? Oh, a battery backup? Yeah, that would be nice. I should probably look into that. It probably won't be... I mean, obviously, it won't be great quality, because... You mean a mic? Whatever. Oh, yes, that's what I meant. A microphone that's connected to my headphones. You know, like, normally... The hand bone is connected to the knee bone. Wait, what? No, that's not right at all. <laughs> Go back to school. Come on, don't you have redundant mics? You mean... Well, because then it would be connected to my computer bone. <laughs> there you and go. And the computer will be shut off, and then I'll lose both mics. Oh, power just fuckered here. Oh, I lost you. <gasps> I heard that. I lost you. Did, <laughs> did you... The the power went out. I heard that. You, that is so creepy. What do you mean you heard it? We, I heard it go beep. Like your... Oh. Uh, what's it called? Search protector click kicked on? Yeah, the or better backup. Something. Yeah. Oh, is that what you... <laughs> the thing we were just talking about? Indeed. That's so weird. It's like... Uh, do you have a ghost in your house? Nope. Just battery backup. <laughs> But why did the power go off at the same time we were just talking about possibly the power going out? Oh, the ghost. Yeah, you're right. That proves it. And welcome to the No Kidding Podcast. My name's Andrew. Wow, my name is Lisa. And this is your <laughs> daily, uh, monthly, semi-monthly, bi-monthly. Uh, what is the opposite of bi-monthly? Bi-quarterly update. Welcome. This is your bi-quarterly dose of No Kidding Podcast. We had a nice little uh, summer break, I want to call it. I guess, but not really because I've been uploading our episodes. It's true. We, so... we had a nice buffer, so, you know, hopefully there shouldn't be too big of a gap. Um, mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, good planning on yeah. us. Let's pat ourselves on the awesome. back. Go ahead and reach around. Pat yourself on your back. Oh, I'm trying, but yeah, I'm kind of sore. So. Oh, okay. Well, see, you're, if you're going to hurt yourself, that's not being good. No, it's good. I, I need the stretch. Oh, it's fine. Okay, good. Anyways, but, you know, it was nice time off. I, I, I uh, you know, every now and then you need a month where you don't think about anything, but it's good. Yeah, the whole time you were just sitting in a corner not thinking about anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you were doing with your time? Yep. I was in the corner like, ah, nothing. <laughs> Clear my mind. You're meditating. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they say it's good to meditate. And, I mean, the monks do it every day, but I don't even think they sit for the entire month. I think they kind of take breaks here and there. Speaking of monks, yeah. have you watched, have you been part of the revolution and watched uh, Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix? Oh, uh, I didn't even know. No, I didn't even know it was out. What do you mean you didn't know it was out? It's like the most bingeable show. I think that's their statistic uh, on Netflix. Apparently it passed uh, Ozark for like the consistently most watched show. Wow, is it, so it's a TV series. Wait, you don't even know what Avatar The Last Airbender is? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I've heard of it. It's Let's go there. It's, I've um, heard of it. It's a Nickelodeon. Uh, it's basically a kid okay. show. But okay. It's, See, that this is coming together. It's very advanced, I would say, for a kid show. It's not like... It's very like... It feels... It's adult kid? It's like grown-up kid? No, not even. It's like... I think it's kind of targeted at like 13-year-olds about that range like okay, a lot of so the characters like, are like uh, like just below or just above that range you know right so it's like the big kids meal at mcdonald's where it's like it's not a kids <laughs> meal 
Right. But, like, no teenagers yeah. getting that, but, you know. But that's the thing. Like, Avatar, I think, speaks to, like, people at all ages, though. Like, it, I think it's really a great watch as an adult, and it was, like, amazing when I was a kid, so. Oh, okay. It just tells so a really awesome story. I don't know awesome why. Story. I was thinking Avatar was a Disney movie. It is. But that's James is Cameron's it Avatar. It's completely unrelated. And oh, okay. There is, that's where my confusion lies. There's also an M. Night Shyamalan uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender movie, which is related, but nobody liked it. Oh, okay. Oh, Avatar. Is this the um, anime? Is it anime? Um, sure. It's anime inspired in a lot of instances. It's kind of like, it takes a lot of inspiration from like Asian uh, culture and stuff. Okay. I think, okay. I do recognize. But it's an American now made it's starting show. To... Right, but I do believe I've watched that perhaps with you when you were younger. Perhaps I'll have to look it up. If I if I recognize like a character from there, then I'll know. Yeah, and also uh, I think they I think they have Korra as well, The Legend of Korra, which is the like sequel series. Um, Not as good in my opinion, but um, it is still worth a watch. It's it's okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, the guy with the arrow on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's does look familiar haven't you ever heard the meme uh everything changed once the fire nation attacked no no i'm not in your world there i'm in a totally different world this is follow-up on how you're uh you don't know memes i yeah agreed and i've noticed because okay i follow some people you know and they are like big tiktokers Uh and don't get me wrong i love tiktok and i i'm on it like at least once a week where i just get obsessed you know we've talked about this yeah there's some really great videos on there. But their TikTok is totally different than my TikTok because <laughs> <laughs> they keep talking about like trends and like as if everybody knows. Don't you this love that? Trend. That's that's me with Instagram. And I have no clue. Yeah. Like I'm like, what are you talking about this trend? And so I have to look it up every single time. Um, so yeah, like I think the internet has gotten to a point where it's so good at customizing what you see and what you are exposed to. Yeah, the algorithms based on like you know, what you pick and like choose most of the time. So obvious, and then but then I feel like oh well maybe I'm just out of the loop. Maybe I'm just like old and you know falling behind the times or whatever. <laughs> but then I think well maybe not. Maybe I'm just on a different algorithm. You know, it's okay. It's just like everybody else where they're like, I, my, I'm not, my life isn't developing the same way as their life. And, and you know, then some wise person comes along and says, listen, you're just on a different path. You're all in the same world. You're just on a different path. So that's how I choose to see it. Back to your thing. Okay. I don't, I don't know what you were talking about there. <laughs> so it doesn't, that it went right over my head. Yeah. I mean, it's just a meme. But isn't that wild how, uh, like, for me, it's like, the reason I went to Instagram is to see my friends and what they're up to and see what they're taking pictures of and like get a little window into their world of this moment, you know, or of their vacation or like little windows. So it's so weird to me that there's like a lot of people out there that browse Instagram in this way that they just watch gifs of products or like weird cooking recipe uh, loops or like it's, I don't know. It's like a whole other way of like using that platform that never occurred to me. But yeah, yeah, each their own, I guess. Yeah, it's got a lot of content these days. And you know, they just came out with Reels. Reels? Which you probably don't know this because you're not on Instagram that much. But I think 
Reels is now, so, okay, originally they just had Instagram where it was just pictures. And then they came out with stories. So then you could post like little video clips on the stories, which you've seen. Um, and then they developed Instagram TV where you could do more long form and it could be more like YouTube, but in um, like profile view. So like, you know, phone view. Um, and now they've come out with, oh wait, no, I think stories was meant to be like Snapchat because Snapchat became popular and then they designed stories to be like Snapchat. And then, and then Instagram TV was Uh like YouTube and now they have reels, which is like TikTok. I I mean, I can see that's their, what they're going for there. Um, it just rolled out like this week, so it's very new stages, but I think that's what their, their goal is, is to incorporate something like that. So Anyway, yeah, Instagram has evolved to be more than just pictures is what I'm getting at. Are you um, excited? Because you TikTok. So are you excited about... uh, Mm, uh, I don't really TikTok, though. I just watch TikTok. Well, that's TikToking. You're like uh, TikTok ghosting. Oh, you mean, am I I excited about watching other people's reels? Sure. I mean, for me, I really love video content. And like, I, I like video editing. And I do like short videos on my Instagram stories. And that's like a creative, my creative outlet is like photos and videos. How do you? So yeah, I'm excited for that. How do you that's feel why I like about Microsoft acquiring TikTok? I'm fine with that, honestly. I mean, I think it's going to change some of the dynamic, you know, you obviously won't have as big of a reach and it, I don't really know what to expect, but as long as it stays fairly the same, I don't really see that big of a deal. I'm excited for it being possibly less invasive of an app (laughs) under microsoft's uh umbrella yeah that's true right yeah i mean a lot of people are worried about the china takeover situation and fair point you know you never know you don't want your personal information out there but at the same time i don't think they're going after the average joe i think they're trying to listen into like if they are listening into things it's going to be you know government and police and i think i don't know who knows? So I've never really been worried about having it, but whatever. Don't know what they're doing with it. Who knows? You never know. You never know what anybody's really doing. You know, like any app that you have could technically be listening in. So, well, I mean, you just you kind of just have to trust that because I mean, your phone always knows what you're thinking. You know, <laughs> it's deep. And honestly, yeah, it's like a <laughs> it's like a psychic. <laughs> personal pen pal i guess in a way it's kind of a copy of your brain because you set it up to do all the things that you wanted to do and the like patterns that you would want it to happen within your mind and then you record like lots of your memories through either the camera or through notes or through uh conversations and very true this is true um that's, true. that's why we need it's more like... privacy on uh, our digital devices and uh, more allowances in the laws for encryption. So you want more like um, security so that you don't want you like if you had the option to turn off algorithms and voice listening or like people listening in or like if them knowing what's going on, you would you would get rid of all that. No. Nah. But I'd like no, it. Okay. I like to have the option. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's good to have the option. That is true. I don't really care. Um, but I do think that it's kind of wild when, um, you know, like certain there are there is pushes in the government to um allow like backdoors and all 
uh, encryption. Basically, you wouldn't mm-hmm. ever be able to commercially encrypt something without giving like the police a special key to unlock everything, which right. creates huge security holes <laughs> that no company could ever really make anything safe. That's a thing. Right. That's true. Um, I was just going to say something about like it's there's some there's a little bit of a bubble that you kind of get put in when everything is catered to you and you're it's nice in the sense that you're you have easy easy access to the things that you normally would search for or um and or look at or entertainment that you like or things like that but i also think it's kind of dangerous in the not dangerous but just you know bad in the fact that it puts you in this bubble so you you don't get exposed to to new ideas or new things or new yeah like it kind of organizes people in the online space in a way that all the people adjacent to you are people that are pretty much in your field of thinking so all the people that you're commenting with all the articles you're reading are written by people that you know think a lot like you true all right, I want to do a correction. Oh, a corrections corner. Okay, go for it. Not a correction, really, actually. Sorry. Back at a corrections corner. Uh, really? I want to do a update because we didn't really, we didn't know at the time. This was unknown information. But okay. as I said, we took a little bit of a break, so it's been a little bit of a while. But um, in one of the previous episodes, um, I just mentioned how, how great uh, Bon Appetit's videos have been. Turns yeah. out they're not that great. <laughs> Why? <laughs> No, they are. They did make great content, but uh, apparently some of the uh, decisions made and the way that they treat their uh, employees, particularly ones of um, color and racial backgrounds, was particularly unfair. And as of now, they haven't. I don't think they've uploaded a video since I said that. <laughs> oh, is that so? I didn't know yeah. this. Is that they been in the, been in the news about this? I have not seen. Anything. Yeah, so Again, they're. I was in a different bubble. Their, like, CEO, like, stepped down. Um, No, he was editor-in-chief, actually. Uh, Stepped down. And, um, yeah, a couple of the members of ethnic backgrounds uh, ended up leaving the show or the, uh, what would you call it, channel, I guess. Right. Um, And, yeah, that was basically over the fact that they were saying that they weren't getting paid for their, they were basically, like, put on screen for, like, this is the person that knows about Mexican food. And then they weren't getting paid for those appearances. And oh. like a lot of the like big money making shows were all like the run by or the like the showrunners and stuff were white people. So they weren't getting paid to like be there and like give their expertise on like. Right. Like a fair opportunity to end. Yeah. Yeah. And then they weren't getting paid for like the I guess showrunners were getting um, a decent amount of money because it's like their show, I guess. And they get like a cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, they themselves came out and like they basically all boycotted even like the, um, you know, white people that were uh, show running and stuff to try and, uh, you know, they were saying like, I'm not going to go back on until everyone's getting fair pay and stuff. So kudos to that. But not great that it's an issue in the first place. So Right. Okay. Yeah, well, wild yeah. stuff. So we are. Well, see, I haven't watched a, even a video of theirs. Are they taking videos down or just not recording anymore? No, it just seems like, um, like there was. Uh, I maybe this is coming up because of this or because of the. I think it was mostly because of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems that this came up at a time when a lot of contracts were being renegotiated, so it was perfect time for a boycott. Oh, okay, um, I see. Yeah, yeah, which is, uh, you know, a good way to go, I guess. Uh, but it seems like a lot of the people that were, um, 
they were trying to get fair pay for have left. So I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, I hope hopefully they will get we, their stuff sorted out. Yeah, but, get it everything worked out for yeah. everybody's benefit and happiness. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Treat your employees right. Jeez. I know. It's so sorry. Especially when you're making such good content. Like, they were doing well. I know they could have paid them. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. It's it's tough in those, like, contract negotiation stages. I was talking to Mike recently about, like, baseball because we started watching – and here's the thing. I'm not a huge sports – I mean, I have such a love-hate relationship with sports. It's – anyways. So – Usually, either like sports or you don't like sports. I'm like in the middle somewhere, which tends to be common with me with a lot of things now that I think about it. But I went through a phase where I really enjoyed baseball because of its um, just com- it was very comfortable. It was like it gave you that cozy feeling where it was laid back. Um, it's very good silly. down home American sport. Yeah, I was kind of yeah, and I went to a few games even by myself. And it was just nice to just sit in the stands and, you know, it, it was just very chill. So that's why I liked it. But it is way too drawn out. Oh, like it, it's very slow. It's a very slow game. But anyways, so that's why I don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, from home too much. From all those, all those innings when you're on like the ninth inning. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's brutal. So, you know, and I don't have, you know, whatever. So, but we started watching these vlogs of a fo- of a baseball player who um a- anyway he started recording his days and so i i kind of got into it again because i was like oh because i liked the i liked learning about the back end like the the behind the scenes kind of thing you know like what a player goes through and anyways so we were mm-hmm. talking about this player and about um like how baseball players contracts are different than any other sports contract and how because at one point during his recording he got traded from one team to another team so he had been with one team for six years and then he got traded and he was sent to another team so he lived in this city and he played for this team and he got used to these players and he made friends and a life and everything and then he got he just got traded and had to leave immediately and then Two days later, he was playing for the other team. And I was thinking, wow, that would probably be the hardest part of being a baseball player, I would think, other than obviously the physical drain and, and whatever. For real. Lifelong, you know, repercussions of that. But but yeah, like to just pick up your life and like completely change it. Can you imagine overnight? if your boss just came in one day and was like, uh, you work for this company now. They are yeah. in Minneapolis. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he did go into a little bit more detail and say that he kind of knew it was coming because... They had been in talks about it for a couple of months, so he thought it could possibly happen. He didn't know until the day of, but he was, it wasn't like a total shock. It was more like it could happen, it couldn't, it might not happen, but anyways. So, um, but my point of that being that, well, like he has to negotiate, you know, the terms of his contract and whether so like not all baseball players get paid the same amount and some of them get paid certain amounts but they also get different royalties if they don't get that amount the same amount or whatever i see but anyways my point being like entertainment is crazy with their their contracts and stuff so <laughs> i'm sure all i'm sure there's lots of other other jobs that have similar issues yeah, for sure have you uh been part of the other uh revolution started by netflix this this one i would say started about a year ago oh i don't know that'd be my guess Maybe. but speaking of sport 
Um, everyone's been about F1 racing lately, and I know your boyfriend's really into racing, he, but I think he he's more into like NASCAR stuff. Right? He's into both. He knows okay. a lot about both. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there was a. I think it was Drive to Survive, which is a kind of uh, yeah kitschy title, but uh it's a pretty good documentary and it like goes really deep they have like crazy access to the teams and they go like really deep on um like the players and what they do or players i guess drivers and what they do although there are some key players that aren't drivers or ever really touch the car (laughs) in any way but um yeah it's interesting because it's like it is a team. Like you think there's just like a driver out there, but there really is like a huge yeah, like, it's crazy amount of people behind people. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I love about documentaries because you, it gives you this whole different perspective that you never thought about. And, and same, like f- some people could care less about racing, but then when you watch a documentary, you kind of get interested in it. Not that you would become like a lifelong fan or anything, but it kind of, it's nice to know, a different aspect to it than just the the sport or the game or the whatever the race or whatever yeah. so but not so much just sports but in any job or any you know situation i love documentaries so much <laughs> speaking they... of those oh go ahead go ahead yeah, no, go, you ahead. Go, ahead. No, no, you. go ahead well i you because i think yours is more to your point i don't want to go off topic yet oh okay well i was just gonna say that they're full of personality, like a lot of the people in the documentary. And I think that's what drew a lot of people to watching the races and stuff is just how many interesting personalities are embedded in this team, all kind of like culminating in the driver who is always, it seems like a lot of their personalities are really kind of playboyish and like full of themselves, which just really works to their advantage as being like somebody who wants to push themselves to be the very best uh-huh. um, yeah. but also kind of like makes them this interesting <laughs> i don't know character uh, like this di- yeah character this piece where yeah it's like you you want to hate him but you also understand that he kind of has to be that way yeah and you can't deny yeah. that they really are the best at what they right. do <laughs> like they're mm-hmm. they're a top tier driver and they're like somebody who is like gone the fastest around this lap uh you know in the yeah. world so exactly. and people have been doing it for however many generations right exactly so i will say to like with respect to um f1 it's f1 is so interesting and just based on what i know of it from being introduced to it through my boyfriend is that compared to nascar it's so like structured and um there's a lot of like technical stuff that goes into it but for the most part um, you can kind of predict stuff way more in that sport than you can in NASCAR, but because NASCAR is every week they change things up. Nobody is tied to certain, I mean, there are rules, but they're each track is so different that there isn't one team that dominates every single race. Whereas in F1, it's kind of the opposite where everyone, there's like usually one team that dominates the entire year and there's not a lot of passing or yes. it's not super dramatic, I guess, is what I mean. Um, yeah, I think maybe this is why this is part of the revolution is that they made uh, F1 feel a lot more dramatic with the documentary and everything. And they mm. showed they uncovered a lot of like the uh, under the surface drama that's there. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, I'm just going to throw out there that in my opinion and, you know, hate me if you want, if you're into this kind of thing. Oh, my God. I think that Sebastian Vettel is oh. the best 
race car driver in F1. I know he hasn't been at the top of his game lately, but I genuinely think that he's very good. And um, in NASCAR, I think Kyle Busch is by far the best driver overall, you know? And Kyle Busch is Who do they drive for? Um, Well, Sebastian Vettel... Currently. I think he currently drives for Ferrari. Okay. I think so. I think it was the red team... (laughs) I don't sure. know. I don't know exactly, but I do know that <laughs> <laughs> you know the red one, um, right? And I believe Kyle Busch drives for Toyota, and okay. he drives the M and M car. Oh, oh, and or the Skittles car or the Twix car. He drives like candy. Oh, cars. those are those are great cars. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. a fan already. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's usually what people say. They're like, oh, you just like him because of you know like his. Um, you know the, the car he drives but to, to be honest he, he should call himself the sweetest racer oh exactly yeah and i have actually met him in person before but was he, he sweet yeah he was nice but that's the thing is that he like kyle bush is the the person that like everybody hates in nascar because of his ad like his personality is always so like and he's gotten way better about it now that he's older but especially when he was younger he was kind of just an a-hole and that kind of goes to your point about how certain drivers can be, you know, a little bit more, I don't know, hard to... Diva. Yeah, diva, I guess. <laughs> but especially the ones that that have that certain drive and everything. But, you know, so, when it's drive to survive, you need, you need it. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so do you have an affinity for sports in any way? Or do you follow... <laughs> anything i used to follow tennis really closely back in college and then just totally i go through waves i think i was into tennis for a while and then i was into um i mean football you're kind of oh it's always in the background it's like yeah i can watch a game if it's on but it's not i'm not a huge fan of football honestly um i was also into gymnastics and baseball are probably the ones that i was tennis gymnastics and baseball i would say are the ones that I've ever really been invested in. And of course, NASCAR, because, but that's just like a daily. I mean, I can't get away from that. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's just in my on. house. It's in... So it's just, I can't. Yeah. It's like but... your eyes are taped back and the screens are <laughs> yeah. gridded in front of you. Years and years of like forced study and conversations. <laughs> yeah. But Mike, my, my boyfriend, he, he plays fantasy sports. So his life is sports. He loves every sport. He knows everything about almost every sport except for basketball like he's not into basketball but every other sport he's pretty is there just not a big fantasy scene in basketball or is that just not one that ever grabbed his attention yeah it's just never really grabbed his attention and he i don't think he does very well maybe and so in that sport Ah. so yeah because i I think like march madness is big for people right yeah like when they're setting up their teams Mm -hmm. and stuff and he doesn't he doesn't enjoy watching it as much as he does other sports i think too so it's harder for him to invest get invested in it i guess i don't know yeah but um people always assume that i'm into like esports because i'm a gamer yeah. but i don't know i i've never really found i like watching other people play games but i don't know something is kind of boring about watching somebody try and play a game really really well mm-hmm. i i get why people would like it like it's it's kind of fascinating at times sometimes i'm like oh wow like look at that play that was cool but so much of it is just them like really intently staring at a screen like 
I know there's probably a lot of interesting content there for somebody to be like, oh, that's why is he doing that? Like, why why is he putting that gadget there or something? And like, why is he playing the game this way? And then like, you know, over the course of however long you watch them, you'll see those plays unfold and be like, oh, wow. And probably pick some of them up yourself. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm more into just like people that have fun playing games. <laughs> sure. I've never I guess maybe it's because I never strive to be the best in games I play, I always mm-hmm. just play games to have fun. For like fun. I know some people like are super competitive about it and stuff, but yeah, and I think that's where the the like diehard sports fans come from, or like that. Yeah, maybe invested. you need some competitive competitiveness. Right. And I think Mike's even made a point, or he's even said before that if he didn't do fantasy sports, he probably wouldn't be as big of a sports person as he is because he would basically have no reason to be. Um, and fantasy sports kind of like forces him to be into that. So a little bit of his own skin in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He also yeah. He also oh, does I mean, if I had money like... riding on it, I'd be really interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you have no idea. It's intense for sure. Uh, but and to me, it's not fun. I don't understand how that's in fun. And he's like, yeah, I do because it's fun. And I'm like, but you're literally stressed out every single night, like in yeah, knots. That's... I'm like, but oh, that's like. Okay. People love the. I maybe it's like a roller coaster, like a horror movie. You know, yeah. like so, something about that anxiety is like fun for <laughs> yeah. people that like. For some sports. people, not me. I am drama free. I don't. I don't. The less anxious I can get, the better. I, I mean, there's people that I, I've seen people like out on the edge of their seat, like no, 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 pass it, pass it, and they're like freaking out. And they're like, oh my god, why would he do that? Ref, come on. Yeah. And then, like, at the end of the game, they're like, that was the best game I've ever watched. I'm like, you were, like, joking, hating right? every second of it, from my opinion, <laughs> from my point of view. Exactly. That's how I feel. Whenever I see people get so worked up, I'm like, how are you having fun right now? I don't understand. It's so stressful. Oh, uh, yeah. But he, like, his brother, too, is very into specifically, like, his sports teams because his brother doesn't do fantasy or anything. So he's has specific teams that he roots for. So whenever those teams are playing it's like he's really invested so yeah i just never never got into that but i I was going to say mike does do fantasy for esports too so he does watch like i think it's um, dota internationals yeah because those nights when he does those he's up to like all night because it's in another time zone does he do like uh overwatch does he do like uh he does um Rainbow Six. Lord of Leg- Leg- Oh, League of Legends. League of Legends. And yeah. that's a huge esports thing. There's one other one. There's two. It's similar to Dota. So Dota? maybe Dota. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what Dota is, but They're both MOBAs. Come on. Oh, okay. But he does watch a lot of um Twitch streamers, like who do other games. He likes retro games, like watching retro games and stuff like that. So and I've told you this before about the Mexican runner, which I spoke on this podcast about before. He used to be a speedrunner, yes. and like he's basically the the only one that I watch, like long term playing a video game, because he's entertaining besides the video game itself. So I mean, so far it's not like I've watched a ton of different people, but um, but yeah, like watching sport, uh, but even what I'm getting at is watching video- people play video games is not super interesting either unless you're learning something about the game that you could apply maybe if you're playing or something you know like you can learn tricks and stuff 
Do you ever do that? Well, I think that's that's why people like to watch people that try and play games really good. But I just sure. want to see some some folks have fun. That's always like I like when people get into hijinks or like there's uh, lots of videos online for gameplay of like people role playing and stuff like they get into GTA or something and they decide that like I'm going to be a trucker today and they just get in a they hijack a semi truck and then they just pretend they're a trucker for the whole day and they haul their uh, trucker load around and stop at all the stoplights and obey all the traffic laws and what the uh, heck are you serious pull into uh, factories and drop off their fun that's interesting to watch (laughs) yeah because they they're really into it and they'll they'll act like they're on the cb radio with the chat they'll uh they'll you know be loving every moment of it playing some country music or something it's good stuff all right cool or like uh a lot of one a game that i like to play so it just has a that foot in the door of interest is uh daisy and it's like a apocalypse uh zombie apocalypse simulator i would say uh and there is it's just fun to watch people take on like different personalities of like apocalyptic tropes like the medic or the uh you know the survivalist or whatever and then they'll like play out those roles on so RP they, like, servers. really get and... into character yeah they'll okay. like come up with a whole backstory of like where they came from like yeah i was in the army but uh <laughs> I-, I was only a medic and uh, once once z-day hit you know everything went to hell and here yeah. i am so it's kind of like acting like method yeah. acting people get really into it and then of course the game you know crazy stuff happens and they just have to react to it in character like it's all improv you know okay it's interesting. that's cool yeah that would be almost like watching a movie so i can see the <laughs> entertainment content or concept there but yeah it does have to be entertaining i think in some way but in sports for me is just kind of repetitive i mean there are moments where there's like an aha moment where it's like oh wow wow and that's cool but then you just watch the highlight reel you know why watch the whole the whole game when you could just watch the highlight reel yeah well i mean that's i feel like uh let's plays are really good for that if you want to watch some gaming content because it'll just be it'll generally be um a little more cut down than like live streams which is generally why i don't find myself on twitch that often i more like to watch let's plays where people cut off cut out the boring parts because a lot of games are involve like pedantic stuff that Mm -hmm. i think you have to be a really good personality which i mean you can have a fun personality and still not be able to like you would have to be like class a like really comfortable in front of a camera like have a lot to talk about to like fill that void enough you know right yeah and for me my problem would be like i wouldn't be able to do two things at once i wouldn't be able to talk to the camera and play the video game yeah for sure there is lots of uh there's a lot of honestly i get a little annoyed sometimes when i'm watching twitch streams and the person is engaging with the chat too much i'm like who cares who this guy is and you're like you're thinking everybody that's subscribing to your channel like i get it like that's probably why people do it to hear their name come out of your mouth but like god it's so annoying like stop saying like thanks for the three weeks uh jim yes i am right there with you there's this girl on twitch she doesn't do video games but she does like body painting and she's really good i mean she's been on twitch forever and I used to watch her, you know, back when she was, you know, fairly new. And I check in with her every now and then to see if anything's changed. But she's like that. She's very, <laughs> she engages with every single thing. And there's times where she will just stand there forever and just like reacting to stuff. And she hasn't painted anything. So I'm like getting frustrated. I'm like, <laughs> just talking are you going to chat. finish this? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I mean, what are we here for? I know. 
<laughs> and she's very, you know, like loud and boisterous and like um, her channel is very visually engaging. There's a lot of like pop-ups and like, right. you know, like a, a lot of stuff. And she's, I mean, she's very good at that whole thing, like grabbing people's attention and stuff. I mean, she was born for it, I guess. But for me, I tuned in to just see like her cool art. So I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there probably is some people that could have their entire career just be, like, them interacting with a live audience, but I don't know. Like, if you're going to have a stream that's, like, doing painting or something, why not? Like, yeah, but I think that's kind of it. just, like, they're in. So it's, you know, it's like, um, it's like, oh, you want to watch painting? You got to come in, and then you come in, and then they got you, <laughs> and then they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And they and tease I gotta, you just a little bit. Like, like okay, I'm going to paint this part of my my shoulder now and then it, i gotta admit it is fun when you do get a reaction from like if you're in live chat and you get a reaction from the streamer uh-huh. and then you're like so badly like trying to grab their attention afterwards so <laughs> you know you become part of the problem yeah true true but but it's all good i mean everybody though you know it's like i say if you're not happy with the way they're doing their stream then don't watch the stream because it's their platform they can do whatever they want and yeah so um i just like again i like twitch for a lot of people think it's just video games but again there's so many things on there that are beyond just video games so if anyone doesn't know what it is or hasn't checked it out you know should check it out there's actually a guy i've told i think i've told you about this before but um my boyfriend followed he's into music and he went to school for music and so he's you know, very good at that whole thing. And a lot of people don't know this. So if you have a favorite band or something, you might want to check Twitch because a lot of band member members of well-known bands stream their, like, creative process of, you know, like writing a song or oh, that's cool. learning their guitar um, solos or whatever it's called. Um, anyway, so... Never thought of, about that. Yeah. Anyway, so he's become friends with this guy. So one of his oh, cool. absolute favorite bands, he he's the guy, this guy who, str- who streams, he started watching him early on because he's been following him forever. So he immediately, and he's already on Twitch, so he immediately recognized him and was like, oh, I know him. Oh my gosh, like whatever. So he started chatting with him before he had like a ton of followers and, and they've become like friends now. So they That's know who awesome. each other are and... Yeah, it's kind of cool. Seeing the internet creates these uh, bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing us all together, yet putting us all in our own bubbles. I know. And what's cool is he, the guy wrote a song on his Twitch stream, and he mm-hmm. put he put his name in it. He put. Oh, he dedicated it to well, him? Well, his stream. Oh, it was a love song no, for him? No, he put a lot of people's, <laughs> he put a lot of his, like, founding his founders, followers. Uh, yeah. He put a lot of them in it, but he has, like, Super a, supporters. Yeah, super supporters, I guess. But he has like a, a segment in the song, so it's kind of cool. And he that plays cool. he plays it for his like intro song for his Twitch stream. Oh, cool! Yeah. So at the top of every show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very nice. And it's not his real so, name; it's his Twitch name. But of course. Yeah. Did you hear? <gasps> what they're bringing new guns and cosmetics to Halo Three ten years after launch. Actually, over 10 years. 10 15. years. Wow. Almost. I was going to ask you about this because I was watching a stream. I don't know if it was people he knows or not, but um, they were speed running Halo. And I was like, doesn't that take the fun out of it? 
I don't know. How could you do <laughs> well, that? Well, you could say I've that never... about speed running anything. Well, that's true. That is true. But I've never seen somebody speed run that type of game before. Really? Was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they do that normally? That. Oh, sure. Okay. I just thought that was really weird. Well, it'll be really easy now that they have the acrophobia skull or whatever. There's a new, uh, they added a new skull, which is like a modifier to the game. So you can, a lot of them make it more difficult. Some of them make them uh, just kind of more fun. This is one of the like more fun ones. It actually disables scoring. So you can't, uh, it's basically cheating, oh. but <laughs> it's basically like a jetpack. You just hold space bar and you go flying forwards. <laughs> And it was literally originally implemented by the developers to get through levels really quickly to, um, like, test things, basically. Yeah. So now that that's, like, a thing that players can have, it would be interesting to see what the fastest speed run with that skull would be. True. Because there's got to be, like, all kinds of, like, little, like, skybox boundaries. I'm sure somebody's going to do that. All right, Starbuck. Is that, Starbuck, her, is that her little pig again? No, this is her fox. Oh, her She's fox got the made whole forest today. Okay. She's got the whole forest <laughs> and her fingertips. Aw. Starbuck, I, I can't. I can't with this one. It's a loud one. I love you. Well, you could tell her she can have it back soon because we're, we're rounding out an hour here pretty soon. It's, it's crinkly, too. Oh, that's perfect for a podcast stream. Mm-hmm. Especially with that ASMR that we have going on. Yeah. I'm going to give you some natural sounds of the forest. <laughs> this is just like you're in the forest. And, uh, and a fox has, has walked up to you. And it's like... It's not, it's not working. It is not working. <laughs> My dog is not having it either. She's no. like, give me that. Give me that. Yeah. I meant because you keep cutting out because of your... Oh, the noise gate. Yeah. Well, the, the audience will hear it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, it wasn't yeah. working for me. I didn't catch yeah, it. It's a Discord thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Discord's like, oh, he must not be talking to anybody. <laughs> he shuts me off. It's messed up. Oh, uh, that's so mean. Um, anything else interesting you want to talk about this last few minutes we have here? Um, I do. Can you believe Uber sent me... Uh, Uber Eats sent me a notification that was like, hey, uh, we see it's it's raining where you're at. You don't want to go out and get something. Let us bring it to you. Oh, what jerks. <laughs> it's psychological warfare. Yeah, it is. That was unbelievable. I was like, oh, my God, you're trolling the weather statistics. That to is pretty genius if- for a company. That is marketing genius, to be honest. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And it's pretty. they're pretty transparent about it. They're like... <laughs> Ah, uh, you know it's raining. We, don't want to go we out. know it's raining. Order Uber Eats. Come on, do it. You know you want that cozy, warm drink while it's raining. <laughs> we can get that for you. We delivered in fifteen minutes. And then I like how the uh, Uber Eats drivers are like, "Oh, great." <laughs> well, it's more raining. fares, I guess. Yeah, they're they're like having the opposite effect. Like, please don't order. <laughs> please don't order. They're like, yeah, that's probably the case. It's like when it starts raining, it's like, guess what? Get ready for the influx of uh, yep. orders. That's <laughs> true. I wonder if um if they like it or if they don't, if they hate it. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's questionable because you know free, well, not free money, but more money, more money, right? But yeah. So have you had this? Cost. What do you think about this? So we ordered hate DoorDash because we're we're more of a DoorDash, you know subscribers actually i don't think i've ever had uber eats my god i've tried grubhub and doordash but never uber eats maybe they don't have it by us or do they just have it i don't know but anyways pretty sure they have it 
it's actually, everywhere Uber is. True. I don't know. But um, DoorDash shut down one time during like the peak ordering. I maybe got wow. overloaded. I don't know. But it was down for like a half an hour. Anyways, what was I getting at? I forget. I totally forget what my point was. Uh, We ordered DoorDash and... It was raining. (laughs) Oh, I was going to ask your opinion about them picking up multiple orders before coming to your house. Oh, yeah. uh, Uber Eats has a... You get discounts. You can choose whether you want to be in that. And you get like a... (gasps) See, that's smart. You get a like lower... You get free delivery, I think, if you pick that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's basically like if you want to get bundled in, we'll give you free delivery. And then you can also, what I like is during uh, priority times, like you're ordering during lunchtime. Yeah. um, And it's like peak hours. You can get a dollar off if you say like no rush on my order. Okay. That's smart. I think Uber Eats has some good business planning going on there. Yeah. And it's, I mean, honestly, I haven't really noticed it being that much longer. It's usually like 10 minutes longer Mm -hmm. for it to get to you. Yeah. But I mean, that's like nothing. Do they have a map where you can watch... Like where they yeah. are and stuff. Okay, so DoorDash has that too. And it's so weird because there's sometimes we'll order from a place that's not that far away, but for some reason they go to the one that's like super far away. And Oh. Well on on Uber Eats you actually like order from the specific location. Like if you order from like a KFC, let's say, it's like you pick the KFC. You don't pick like KFC in general. You say like mm. KFC on this street. See, again, man, you're you're putting Uber Eats up there. I wonder if it costs more. Maybe that's maybe that's the issue. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Could be. I don't know. I've I've had both, but I haven't noticed an extreme difference in price. Not enough. And usually when I'm on DoorDash, it's because I couldn't find something on Uber Eats, so. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I just got a daily harvest delivery today, so I will not be getting Yeah, we won't be eating out anytime soon, but um, I got I got more of that Orlando Ghost Kitchen. Mm, it's delicious. Mm, I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. We talked about it. On I know, podcast. but I don't remember. Well, it's a it's basically a restaurant that doesn't have a dining area. It's just for. I liked it because I think it's a great business idea. <gasps> oh, more right. places should do this. It's a restaurant that doesn't actually have a restaurant. It's just a kitchen, mm-hmm. and then you can order like a, a you can order like meal prep. Like you can get like a week's worth of meals. Or you could just like order a single meal for lunch or whatever. Yes, yes. Now I remember, and I remember it not being near me, so I couldn't take advantage. Exactly. That's probably why I, I um, deleted it from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it won't benefit me. See ya. There's only so much Later. I can hold in there, you know. Right. <laughs> well, now that we're all that... starving, what are we gonna do about it? Eat. I got Fresh <laughs> Kitchen. What'd you get? Oh, see, Fresh Kitchen's good too. I love. It. I well, I just have my daily harvest that I got delivered. So I'm going to warm up some of that. I'll pick one of those and... Pop pop on one of them. Pop pop into one of them. And I like to add some stuff to it, you know, and then I'll add some stuff. Sometimes I even put it on a little... little, um, I have these tortillas that I keep, you know, for for rainy days. Well, in any days. And I (laughs) put it in there and I make it into a little taco. So maybe I'll do that. Oh, you got... So you got a little like extras... Well, like uh, extras bar for your uh, daily harvest. I do because daily harvest is is all vegetarian. It's all like, uh, okay. which is good. That's what I prefer. But if I ever need like an extra ounce of protein, or I sometimes add flaxseed meal in there for like omega threes and um, antioxidants and and just whatever else. 
that I'm missing. Decent. Yeah. So I add okay. that, and sometimes I'll add, add like lentils or something like that. Um, if I need like some different flavors in there, I'll add those. But for the most part, I usually just eat it as it is, because it's the best part about it is it's super convenient and it's super quick and it's healthy. So. You know, so is it like HelloFresh where you have no. to make it or mm-hmm. is it like pre-prepared? It's pre-made. You okay, just pop like it in the microwave or on the stove if you want, whichever way you want to cook it. I just do microwave because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to clean any Easy dishes. <laughs> so it takes like five minutes to warm up and then you can put whatever you want on it. Just good to go. And then I have like a bunch of different, they have like tons of different options. They have like soups, harvest bowls um oatmeal smoothies they even have lattes they have flatbreads they have uh protein bites they have ice cream and it's all like healthy stuff so i get like a variety and then just eat that throughout the the month that makes sense you wait they give you a whole month's worth well you have there's different plans so you can, oh, wow. but usually it takes me about a month to eat all of the ones that, the one that I get because, and sometimes even two months, honestly, because I eat things in between. Is it even still good after two it's months? It's frozen, so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. But it's really good. And so I'm not sponsored by this or anything. I just, I've been getting it for years. Uh, so I just really like it. But. Sounds good. Yeah. I did actually put a code up on my Instagram. So if there is anybody who wants to check it out and wants a code you get $25 off and it gives me $25 so that's a bonus <laughs> but you don't have to I know, you, I know you don't drink coffee but the Panera uh coffee club you get free coffee for like it's free right now when you sign up so and then if you use uh someone's code if you get two friends then it's free for even longer you get free coffee until Halloween oh nice where's well, that Panera. Can you use it for something other than coffee or does it have to be coffee? It has to be coffee. And unfortunately, the reason I basically haven't used it since I got it is it has to be hot coffee. I prefer cold uh, brew. Yeah. So See, they really get and you they have. I can't even get iced coffee. They're like, nope. What the heck? Hot coffee only. I'm like, That's a little too. Um, give it to me in a cup of ice. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you could always just put a cup, get like get ice <laughs> and then pour it in. Yeah, I guess. But I, you know, COVID, I'm not going in there. True, so. true. It's like, well, I guess I got to like call ahead. Like when I call to pick up the order, I'm like, hey, could you also bring out a cup of ice? Yeah, you, you could. Or you could just go through the drive through at Starbucks and say, I just want a, a cup of ice for my Panera coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Wild stuff. But that's pretty restrictive there with, with their deals. Yeah. I got one last Kachka for you. Oh, what's a Kachka? It's uh, Are You Human? You know, one of those. Oh, okay. Test if you're a robot. Uh s'mores toasted or microwaved excuse me is that even is that even a obviously toasted okay just checking i mean just checking yeah i haven't checked if you were human in a (gasps) while oh you know what you passed this time thank you have speaking of s'mores you know how i love (laughs) itty's s'mores ice cream you know this i do know that about you okay so covid has really screwed this up for me Uh because they only come out in the summertime but because of COVID, they're very, they're already a limited edition. Oh, but no. now it's double limited edition. It's double now. limited because they only sell them instead of like the regular grocery stores. They only sell them in like Costco, Sam's, where they're like membership stores, which I'm not a member mm. of. 
so I can't get them. That's messed up. They're putting it behind. They're putting a limited thing behind uh, exclusive paywall. Yeah. My God. So, anyways, I've had to branch out, and I've discovered Dairy Queen has a s'mores you blizzard. Went to a whole new company. I know, oh, but this wow. one I can kind of get in small form rather than because normally what happens is I because it's a limited edition. I usually buy like three tubs of the s'mores ice cream and i say this is gonna last me for the whole summer and then i end up eating all of it by like halfway through the summer it's it's bad oh my gosh i know so this is probably for the best so that i only get like a small s'mores cup and then i eat that every now and then so it's kind of healthier but i get it with extra graham cracker because i prefer less chocolate to graham cracker marshmallow ratio and of course you know but I will say that one year you made you and Lurvin, your girlfriend, made me some of the best s'mores ice cream from scratch. Uh-huh. I remember that. And because you're like, well, I don't know why you ended up doing that. Was it because it, they were sold out or it was, oh, because it was December and they weren't, yeah, because it's, yep. it's only in the summer. So, anyway. Which is weird because you would want s'mores in the winter but i guess it's ice cream so it's a summer thing well because s'mores is goes with camping and camping usually goes with summer i think but i feel like fires go with winter cozy fires go with winter but campfires go with summer i think i guess i don't know it's a good question maybe somebody out there knows straw poll let's put it out there click a for summertime snack or B for wintertime snack. Yes. What are s'mores? We'll put that up on the Instagram account. You can go do the poll. Um, All right. Yeah. So are you going to eat or like, come on? Yeah. I mean, eventually I will. So do you do you have your uh, Dairy Queen in there ready? No. Dairy Queen's on hold right now. Oh. Yeah. That's too one, bad. One day I'll, go, I'll get back to it. But Mike's Maybe. mom, um, my boyfriend's mom made us some carrot cake. And brought that over yesterday, so I'm trying to eat that sparingly oh, okay. because her carrot cake is the best carrot cake you'll ever have or won't have because it's not yours, it's mine. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but um, um That probably means it's really unhealthy. Um, it tastes healthy. It tastes very robust. That sound good. I mean it tastes robust. It's like it's very um what's the I'm gonna word? ask my waiter next time I go to a restaurant to give me the most robust thing on the menu. <laughs> Like, give me something that tastes robust. <laughs> I just mean, like, not dense. I was going to say dense, but it's not dense. But it's got, like... It robust. Feels, yeah, robust. It feels like a good, hearty cake. And you can actually see the carrots in there, you know? And the walnuts. What? And, like, there's strips of carrot. Like, because oh, wow. it's carrot cake, you know? And it's got it's pretty carrots. Carroty. And it's got walnuts, I think. And... What other vegetable can you make a cake? Can you make a <laughs> tomato cake? No way. That's gross. not a vegetable, though, I guess. That's, that, that's, can you make a broccoli that's cake? That's a pizza, Andrew. <laughs> a, a tomato cake is a, is a pizza. <laughs> um, can you make a cucumber? Can we... Uh, well, you can make... Can we make that into a shirt or something? <laughs> tomato cake is a pizza. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> It'll be up on a merch site coming soon. Coming um, soon. So... What was I gonna say? Um, but oh, I was gonna say you can make anything a cake nowadays, don't you know? That whole thing going around—that's like, true. Everything could be a cake. 
That's true. What a meme. You know about memes. Look at you. <laughs> you know who told me about that meme? No joke. What? You know you know who opened my eyes to that uh internet phenomenon? Yeah, what? Our mother. What? Yeah, she Look was at like her with her memes. The way she told me too, it was like I was so confused for the longest time. She was like, These people on Twitter <laughs> I was like, You're on Twitter? And she's like, Yeah, they're all like, You're a cake and then he's like, No, I'm not a cake and then he's like, I'll find out and then he takes out a knife and then the guy's like, I'm not a cake Oh my god. She's like cracking up the whole time and I'm like, What are you talking about? Oh wow. That's funny. And she's like she's like, You don't know Oh man, I would never have thought that Actually, she's she gets around, you know, on the internet these days. She's constantly sending me some stuff. I'm like, it's like um, it's like a retired person. I mean, she's not retired; she works, <laughs> but it's like a retired person's dream to just like have Surf all the, the time web. to just yeah explore all there is to see on the internet. And during the pandemic, oh, right. what else is there That's to true. explore? Yeah. That's true. Um, oh, I was, was going to say something else. Um, and something about Bill Gates injecting us all with uh, <laughs> 5G chips. It was close to that, but so far, uh, <laughs> no. Something, oh, nonfiction? I don't know. Oh, that's what it was. I watched a Star Trek episode last night of oh, fiction. somebody who, well, it was, I don't know if anybody watches Star Trek, but it was The Next Generation and season seven, which is kind of like their downhill season where <laughs> things are just like crazy, oh, no. but... <clears throat> This episode was Data starts having dreams or, well, supposedly he's like having this dream or going into these nightmares, but he's having nightmares. And one of his nightmares is him eating one of his coworkers um, alive, but oh, like God. her body is a cake. So that's what made me think of it. Is it, <laughs> it was like he was cutting into her, her body, but her body was the cake and he would eat the cake. I don't know. And so... Like, Data uh, invented the meme. Yeah, maybe that's where it came from. I don't know. That's funny, though. So now let's go eat cake. I think you don't want to leave this podcast. You're lingering. You're afraid to end the podcast. Well, I love talking let go to of you your so fears. much. That, and I don't do it enough. It's hard to let go. I'll just, I'll just talk with my mouth full. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure that the audience like would someone rewarding. <laughs> rewarding. Re- Rewinding. <laughs> Yes. I'm good at that. Boop, 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 boop. Boop. Okay, welcome back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, uh, time to eat. Did no, you want to eat? No, we have a whole other podcast to record. Oh, okay. That was a w- weird way to end then. <laughs> well, for them, they think we're eating right now. Yeah, that would be... That'd be crazy if we were to just stop and eat right <laughs> now. Supposed to actually eat right now. Yeah, that would be nuts. I love you. Bye bye.